0: If you tend to daydream a lot or you have trouble focusing or you tune out, it may be more than just your personality. You might be dissociating. And in this episode, we're going to talk all about why we dissociate and what to do about it. Hi, I'm Gloria Zhang, and after 10 years of struggling in toxic relationships, I attracted the love of my life by healing my inner child. This podcast is your weekly dose of my expertise as a therapist and dating relationship coach for high achievers. Learn tips to overcome low self-worth, emotional baggage, and childhood trauma so that you too can step into your power and attract the love you desire. Welcome to the Inner Child Podcast. Welcome back to the Inner Child Podcast. I am your host, therapist, and inner child coach, Gloria Zhang. I have a special announcement to make first. We are now officially a top 100 podcast. That means in several mental health charts, we are on the top 100 list, which is totally awesome, guys. We've only been at it for a few months, and I am so grateful for all of your support. So thank you for listening. Thank you for giving us your five-star reviews and we will continue making these episodes for a long, long time. Now, today's question was actually inspired by one of our students inside Heal Your Inner Child Academy. That is my signature 12-week program, where I take you through the entire process, A to Z, of healing your inner child wounds. We had our first coaching call today with the entire group, and interesting enough, we were talking about the body, and one of the things that came up was that a lot of people experience this sort of disconnect from their bodies where they find themselves mentally checking out when there are big feelings that come up. After the call, I had a conversation with one of our students who told me that, you know, growing up, they used writing and role-playing as a way to cope with some of the things that they were dealing with in their childhood. And this is very, very common, by the way. A lot of kids escape into fantasy books or daydreaming Now, the unfortunate thing with my student is instead of getting validation and support around the fact that they had to resort to these coping mechanisms, they were basically told that they had an addiction and that it was bad and that they had to attend AA. And unfortunately, this is what happens when we don't have a deep understanding of what trauma really is and the ways that it can express themselves, especially from childhood. You know, I can personally relate to this as well. I was a huge bookworm as a kid. And if any of you were signed up to my emails, one of the emails in the list was, there's a story about how the library I went to growing up, it was called Deer Park Library, that was like my sanctuary. When your real life, especially as a child, feels so unsafe, sometimes the only place to turn is a fantasy world. For those of you who grew up in my era, I was a huge Potterhead, right? I was very young when the Harry Potter books came out. And I remember, I think it was the fifth book, I was one of the kids dressed up in the witch costumes and waiting outside Indigo, I think back then it was chapters, waiting to get a copy of a brand new book, fresh off the press. And I would stay up all night reading, like underneath my blanket, like with the flashlight, the way that they do in movies. That was me. Right? Like I was so attached to these characters that I wished were my friends. And even though Harry Potter's parents passed away, and all the stories, you know, they show how much they loved him. And I would imagine that they were my parents. And I would have fantasies all the time that when I get to that age, that Hagrid is gonna knock on my door and tell me, Gloria, you're a wizard. And they would take me away into this beautiful, imaginative wonderful world and that was my mental escape as you guys know growing up my family didn't have a lot of money so I didn't have any video games when I was a kid like at all I didn't start playing video games till I was like later in my teens and I daydreamed too I had a hard time focusing on things and staying in my body so we're going to talk about why this happens And in the call to action at the very end, I'm going to give you some very basic tips on things that might be a little bit different than even what conventional mental health tells you to do, but I'm going to explain why we're going to take a different approach to how we deal with dissociation. Okay, let's talk about why we dissociate. Have you ever had a blankie growing up? Like that one safe object that makes you feel so safe and secure around it? Well, dissociation is kind of like a safety blanket to a child. And what I mean by that is, if growing up, your actual environment felt so unsafe and uncomfortable, or the feelings that it gave you were so unsafe and uncomfortable, then when you dissociated, that space you go into is kind of like that blankie. For a lot of kids, when they check out of their bodies or they check out mentally, it's like their safe spot. And it's very sad to know that mentally checking out is safer than actually being in your body and having to endure whatever it is that you had to endure growing up. Now, my simple explanation of what dissociation is, you know, without the fancy terminology, is when you mentally check out of your own body because the feelings that you're feeling feel so uncomfortable and so overwhelming that you just can't be in it anymore. Now, this happens a lot in chaotic or abusive households right? where there's so much conflict going on all the time that the child has so much anxiety and stress from having to be in the middle of it, that instead of having an adult to teach them how to deal with these feelings, that they just check out mentally because it's safer to do that. This can also happen in passive-aggressive households, right? So you may not have had the big explosive arguments but you had that sort of tiptoeing, walking on eggshells environment, this passive aggression, where you still get a lot of anxiety built up, right? Anxiety from having to hold your tongue, anxiety from fear of saying the wrong thing. And there's no one to help you to deal with those feelings. What do you do? You check out. Now, let me first say that to some degree, it is normal for humans to do this. I mean, we can't be in our heads all the time. So for example, you know, like daydreaming, fantasizing about things. These are all very normal things to do. And of course, on the opposite side of the spectrum, something more serious would be something like dissociative personality disorder, which used to be called multiple personality disorder. And of course, you can be anywhere on that spectrum. So that's a little bit about what dissociation actually is and why we do it. First of all, it's a normal thing for humans to do. We all dissociate on some level, because I'm sure when you're brushing your teeth or cooking, you're not constantly only thinking about that thing all the time. Now, when it comes to self-regulating, getting safe in your body, these are big topics that I do cover inside Heal Your Inner Child Academy. So if you're feeling a calling to work on this deeper, definitely get on the wait list, because at some point this year, we're gonna open the doors again. I just don't know when. But today I'm going to share with you a bit of a perspective shift on how I like to deal with dissociation and what I found to be extremely helpful with those that I work with. I've said this before and I will say this again, or maybe I didn't say it on the podcast, but I've definitely said this in my Instagram lives. And in that it's, we cannot deal with your symptoms in the same way that they were created. Okay. Dissociation is a symptom of the wounds that you endured growing up. And it was probably neglect or abandonment or gaslighting or one of the core wounds that created this defense mechanism in the first place, right? And so what that means is we cannot gaslight ourselves or criticize ourselves or abandon ourselves even more as an attempt to try to get rid of it. In fact, I want to just erase the word get rid of altogether, And the simple shift in mindset is this, to stop thinking about your dissociation as a pathology. And remember, we still live in a Western medical system where we tend to label things as a problem. And I'm sure that unconsciously, you are still judging that dissociation as a bad thing. Even the word defense mechanism, I don't really like it that much and At some point, I'm going to try to come up with an alternative word, right? You know, defense mechanism. It feels kind of scary almost. (laughs) But again, I want you to picture what that dissociation really is, because remember, it's just like a child's blankie. And instead, I want you to think about your body's dissociation as one more thing to validate yourself about by saying to yourself, God damn. My body is so amazing that it will literally check me mentally out of it just to keep me safe. My body loves me so much that it literally pushed me literally to the edge of my existence right? by mentally removing me from my pain in order to keep me safe. That's how much my body loves me. And I'm going to thank my body for fighting so hard to keep me alive, to keep me safe the best way you knew how. And I'm going to celebrate my body for doing this and not punish myself even further. And when you do that, and you get out of that limiting box of things are either good or bad, right or wrong, and you see that there is so much complexity in all of us that can't be labeled and fit into these boxes. And you will expand your experience and perspective so much more. So try talking yourself a different way and start there and see how that goes for you. We're punishing yourself, all right? (laughs) Now, if you found this episode helpful, please, please take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at ByGloriaZang so that I can reshare your post and let others know that you've been listening to this. I also love to hear all of your takeaways, so I look forward to those. I'm also really excited to see how the students inside the academy are going to be changing their relationship with their dissociation and their bodies and the incredible transformation that we're going to see in September. So I can't wait to update all of you here on that as well. One more thing. We have some really, really exciting guests coming onto the show soon. I'm so stoked. I'm not going to spoil anything yet. (laughs) But at some point over the summer, there are going to be some interviews, some guest speakers. So definitely stay tuned for that. And I will talk to you all again next week for the next episode. Bye now. If you love this episode, please hit subscribe and give us a five star review. It really helps me a lot. So thank you. To join the community and get your daily dose of inner child tips, follow me on Instagram and social media at ByGloriaZang or visit ByGloriaZang.com. If you're a high achiever or entrepreneur who wants to work with me, message me the words high achiever and I'll get in touch. Thanks bestie. See you in the next one.